Hi, and before we get to today's episode, we have a quick word from our sponsor. Tired of drinking out of a boring tumbler? Want to make your morning coffee cup one of a kind? Expand with tipsy tumblers. You can special order cups, shot glasses, bookmarks, rolling trays for your cigarettes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you can get one with a picture of a special someone or one with Spider-Man. The options are endless. You can upload your own pictures or pick from her selection of design. With Valentine's Day coming up, this could be a great gift for that special someone. Or even just for yourself. Hey. <laughs> you can use the code GAMES2023 at checkout to save 10%. You go to angeltipsytumblers.myshopify.com. There will also be a link in the show notes. Now on to our episode today. Mike, turn your games down. Hi, we episode 211 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton, and who's in the darkness with me tonight? My name is Joe Butler, and I can smell the darkness in this area. <laughs> My name is Dominic Chikoki, and in this chain of memories that bind us together, this is a shining link in the chain. Can you smell that? It's that smell. That smelly smell. That smelly smell that smells smelly darkness. It's Commander Lionheart again, a.k.a. Man. Can you smell what the darkness is cooking? <laughs> if we could smell! No. Oh, God. That <laughs> not line not for terrible. this game. I'm sorry. No. So, there will, so we are here to talk about Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memory, the GBA version, which came out back in 2004. Damn. Developed by Square Enix, published by Square Enix. This is also the sequel to Kingdom Hearts 1. There will be spoilers for Kingdom Hearts, so you've been warned. It won't make any fucking sense. You don't know what we're talking about anyway. But you can try. You can try to listen along. I mean, like me, I'll, I'll look up stuff where people post things from 3, and I'm like, this makes absolutely no sense. And Hey, very, ba- very big thing that you just said there, Mike. It is a sequel. This is not a spinoff, people. This is a sequel to Kingdom what? Hearts 1. Like, this... I, I don't want anyone calling this a spinoff. <laughs> It's not. Also, importantly, <laughs> developed by Jupiter as well. Oh, I see. Yes. The of course, the developers of the world ends with you, which this is very oh, much oh. a prototype. Uh, oh, you know that does make sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Never played that yet, but I really want to. Me neither. I played the demo to the last one that came out. Neo. Well, that is a great game. They're it both great. Games. Really expands on everything here. <laughs> and later on, yes. And if you want to hear our first Kingdom Hearts story, we did that on episode 175. So if you want to listen, if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that and then come here for this or just stay here for this. But just want to give you the option for those out there listening. So this is a this is a direct, direct sequel of Kingdom Hearts 1 that takes place between Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. Or if you play 2 and didn't play this, you're going to be confused as hell like I was back in 2006 because I did yep. not. I didn't finish this. I did not finish this as a kid before playing Kingdom Hearts 2 either, and there were still a lot of things that I was confused about. And even if you do finish this game, you are still going to be confused about when you play Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> yes. As a kid, this was the Kingdom Hearts game that I played. I did not finish it. I did finish it in college, though. That's hmm. impressive. I played it back in pro- either 2004 or 2000. Prob- no, wait. I would have played this in, I'm guessing, 05, 06. I emulated it for the first time is when I played it because I didn't have a Game Boy Advance. So yeah, it probably was 05. And I remember going home and playing this and my, one of my friends was like, why are you playing that when you can go play, you know, PS2 and Xbox game? And then I stopped playing. Then I got, I got stuck on Hades and I stopped playing this. <laughs> That's what broke me right. back then the first time. I got this game for Christmas and it's like the funniest thing ever because 
I told my grandma every day for Christmas I wanted this for Christmas, and uh, my sister did. My cut, my sister didn't. So whenever uh, Christmas time came around, we had this big box, and I opened mine, and mine came with a 3DS in Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories. And I looked over at my sister, and she opened hers, and her came with a 3DS and Beautiful Joe too, and she got mad. So <laughs> damn. I also got this for Christmas. Uh, I think of the year it came out. Yeah, this came out like I think like maybe a month before Christmas that year. Yeah, it did. It was it, November. It had the there was no, iconically there was a commercial that had the the theme song "Simple and Clean," I believe, playing over yeah. it. Yeah, as a kid, of course, uh, that 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 caught my attention very much. <laughs> yeah. Especially with the first game. I mean, I just can't. It's just so weird to me that this game comes out. Let me see here. How many years later? <laughs> you know, three years later, or no, two years later. Two years later. Two years two later. It's is a direct. Is essentially, you know, it is the direct sequel. I like, guess it's just so weird. There's there's a weird thing where people said Square Enix, but they just realized how popular it was when it came out. But they wanted it spread across different consoles. That's why this is on Game Boy. You have Birth by Sleep on PSP, and then you also had Dream Drop Distance on the 3DS. I mean, if you look at it, this this has like all of the markings of a let's bring the console game to the handheld because it's just we're using a lot of the same content from the first game, just two deified. Hmm. And like the story seems like something that would be a like a Gaiden side story kind of thing where mm, not as much really matters in the end. You know, they they have like their little hand waves of eh, people will forget once they leave this castle. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of the uh, Disney stuff doesn't matter as much in this either. Cause, no. Yeah, because usually with the, the Disney stuff, even Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 wise, usually whenever you interact with the Disney characters, organization members usually pop up and kind of have a little bit to do with the story. But in this, it's just, oh, hello, I'm from Aladdin. And it's like, oh, hello, something, something, memory, something. Okay, have a good day. Mm-hmm. Which is why I skipped all of it. <laughs> Maybe we'll retell the movie story. Maybe we'll just do something else. Who can say? Who cares? It's a a lot different than one. But I mean, this is, you know, this is the introduction to organization, organization 13. Do they even call themselves organization 13 in this? They call themselves the organization here. Okay. And they, they prelude a lot of things that I guess I just didn't understand as like an 11 year old. Yeah, (laughs) that's fitting. (laughs) The superior talking about the. There's like a weird line of dialogue where I think Axel talks about Sora being like them, and then they do refer themselves mm. as nobodies, but they yes. put it in quotation marks. Mm-hmm. We had nobody. Yeah, I'm pretty damn sure that Nomura had, hadn't yet like completely established what he wanted to do. Like, oh, we should call them nobodies. Or we, they should be called the Organization 13 or stuff like that. Admit it to memory. <laughs> that is the clear example that he did not know yet, yet at the time what to do, because that is not the line. <laughs> well, the question is actually the question is, is that is that localized differently or is that what it is in Japanese as well? Uh, that, that's a good question, actually. I think mm-hmm. it was just him messing around with the catchphrase. Because yeah. And he, not having figured it out yet. Yeah, he, he clearly killed. Do you kill off Axel in this? No, no. you don't kill him. You fight him. Yeah. But he well, doesn't he, die. Well, you, he fight. fake dies. Yes, yes, because he says he. I think that he tells. Was it Namine? I don't know who who he tells. He he says, yeah, I just had to fake my death. They're real good uh, against Sora. That's what he says. Oh, yeah. okay. 
and then he brought him back. So obviously, you know. Yeah. So what we should say real quick for those that so what this game is, this game takes place what minutes after one, where after they they do all the shit they do in one, they end up walking to this castle and they run they, into they a guy walk and, off in the ps2 version they walk down this giant empty field of pathway and nowhere to go and yeah. this game posits that oh they came upon a castle at the end of that path yes this castle literally that... the ps2 cutscene <laughs> on the gba it's amazing <laughs> uh, the, the, this uh, castle that has nothing to do with anything nope. and never nope. probably never ever comes up ever nope. again never Nope. I don't believe any of that right now, basically. <laughs> but it's just so weird to me. Like, I mean, I remember, like, as a kid playing this, I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, why is there all of a sudden this random, you know, what's going on? Like, it just didn't make any fucking sense. Well, it's like, that's their storytelling style, right? It's like, yes, mm-hmm. and they walked down the path and they came upon a castle. It's exactly. like, all right, sure. Hey, whatever. I'll take it. It's not the 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 most convoluted or worst thing that's going to happen in the series anyway. So, yeah. what are you talking about? The series gets weirder. <laughs> <laughs> they close the door to darkness. Mm-hmm. And they, then... they temporarily close the door to darkness. <laughs> now we have to go explore Sora's memories. Yes, the memories you don't because they're fake memories. Oh, they're, they're not based real. in some. Real oh, I guess memory. yeah. But their but his memories have been replaced. So fucking weird. Are, like are it's slowly replaced. Yeah, the, the weirdest thing about this whole <laughs> memories thing is the fact that, you know, they they kind of start like when you when the game starts, like they recognize, oh, it's Leon and everybody. But then as soon as you get, I think, to the first Disney world, they've already like literally forgotten who the hell these people are. Like they're acting like, oh no, they're in trouble. We need to help. And I'm like, do you not remember them already? Like you're <laughs> This elective memory erasure is like way too fast. If it's just in the second floor, you're already forgetting. I mean, like Sora and Leon aren't friends. Like they're friends, but they're not friends. No, he's not they friends with them. Work. Like he's friends with Donald or Goofy or Riku, especially. I think it's more of yeah, that but, kid. You're friends with everybody, even though you're not. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, but they still remember Leon. Like they're like Leon. What are you talking about? Don't don't be joking around with not remembering us or stuff like that. But then immediately the the next floor uh, of the castle where it's just a Disney uh, a Disney World, they are already like forgotten. Like they don't know who these who the hell these people are. Like was it like there's something? Yeah, there's something to like watching Sora like slowly forget everything. There is something to that. But he just comes across as such a dumbass. So <laughs> I mean, he is. Yeah, he's our dumbass. He's you. Well, your dumbass, if you will. <laughs> like just seeing him get so angry about stuff when they were literally told a, a floor or two ago. Yeah, you know you're 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 forgetting, and it's it's all fake. It's all your memories. Why can't I remember? Like after Kingdom Hearts one, Sora stopped being my boy. My boy was Riku after Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> oh yeah, Riku's Riku's so much cooler. It only took yeah, that long as to get him. As the Shadow of the Hedgehog of this series, Riku is so much cooler. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. He is, he is so much better in every single way. <laughs> well, but, but uh, before we get into more of the weird story, we should probably get into the fighting style system of this yes. game. <laughs> yes. That's, that's what uh, also. This is the thing that turned off everybody, I, I, I'm i pretty mm. sure. Not me. Not me. Didn't oh. turn me off either. It turned me off way uh, <laughs> explain it and then I'll, I'll so, explain yeah. it and then I'll give my reasons. Honestly. 
It's weird. <laughs> it's a card game. <laughs> so it's a card game. It, well, it's an action card. Game. It's an action RPG ball. that uses cards as your attacks and abilities while you're moving around. You're playing a deck. Mm-hmm. You can customize it. You can make it magic filled, attack filled. You know, you can really customize it a lot because you have like a 99 card limit, which is crazy to even think about reaching that high. But you also have a AP limit to where each card has a certain value. I'm not entirely sure how you can. I guess each, each different card is based off a keyblade you got in the last game, including there's like maybe two or three of them that are original to this one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did you guys ever find those weird? Because you get three cards to, to the story. The The story's limited to three cards. The key of beginnings, something else, and something else. And then there's like a gold card, like a weird yes. gold block on it. Yeah. I think if you go back sometimes at yes. some point, you can you can uh, get, you get. Yeah. I did it multiple times. I, I farmed a lot in this game. You get like you get a secret room that will give you a, a, a nice card of some yep. sort. And that unlocks. That's weirdly enough. Well, not card. Gives you a sl- it gives you new slight. No, it can give you new cards. Oh, okay. I know I got some new slights too because I stopped buying slights because I stopped using them, so I didn't buy them. Yeah, you can. If you beat the game and then reload your Sora to, uh, save data, I think that's how you get the Ultima weapon. I'm not entirely well, sure. Shit. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's just the Ultima weapon card. Like you still have to buy them from the Koopo cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, basically, unlock the the card to be able to purchase them or. But I'm sure it's not even that good. Them. Like, I mean, sure, okay, one hit could be really good, but what if you miss? Like, it's or not like it's get, really going to save your deck. Or get blocked. Yeah, I'm blocked. Oh, God, fucking block. Oh, I did that save state thing that I said I was going to I was gonna try to do. Uh, this game is bullshit and cheats. The, num- the numbers are preset, but the cards aren't. So if I spent, like, 300 points on a good deck, I'd get, like, a 0, 5, 2, and 3, or whatever the numbers are. I reloaded it and bought a cheaper deck, and the numbers were the same, but the keyblades were different. That's funny. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yes. <laughs> but the system, but the system is very expansive and very like customizable, which I really do like because each like each keyblade, each type of magic or whatever has like a zero through nine value that some of the, if you, the higher it goes, the more it takes up space in your deck, and zero also takes a lot of space in your deck because zero. Can counter anything, but anything can also counter zero kind of stuff. Yeah, you. So you're just kind of playing war in a sense of like presenting your card, they're presenting their card. It's like if your attack is higher, you would get the hit kind of thing. Do your cards disappear if they're broken? Sometimes? Question mark. Not if they're broken. No. They only disappear if you use them in the combos, where you can select three cards L and R, and you'll do a and combo. You lose the first card of that combo until the end of the battle. And even then, I believe that if that combo is broken the card doesn't disappear i think also the premium cards disappear too that might be what it is then because i i would there was like yeah. one <laughs> yeah there there was one <laughs> fight where i had zero fucking i was like down to like five cards and i was like yeah. oh no i don't think i was using that many combos though so i'm still curious if there's like another way to like lose cards i didn't use combos i did at first but i stopped for the most part there's some good ones like Mega Flare with Mushu and two fires. Oh, I never, I never used, I didn't use any magic cards really, other than Kier. Um, you should use magic. It's great. Cloud is a great card. I saw them in action when I watched videos, but I didn't use them. I don't or know. I like, just it goes against the way I play art, the way I play RPGs. I don't like to use spells in general. I do everything with which again was. I mean, okay, so I did beat this game. I actually beat this game legit, the regular version. I didn't know I could. Congratulations. Say it, yes. It's not normal. It's not often. 
that I can actually say that. So I feel good when I can. Yes. Because <laughs> normally anyone listening to the show knows I don't play games legit most of the time. Nope. But yeah, I actually beat this game completely legit for the first first Oris campaign. I didn't know yes. I, I didn't know how to save state in the Steam Deck. And that was and the only reason why. Then I reminded you that save states existed. Well, Riku also taught me a save state for his fucking Riku. We'll get there. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Funny story. Going back to the card thing. When I was a kid, I did not understand the whole premium cards thing. So every time I got the chance to elevate a card to premium, I just elevated it to premium. And then I would be left without a goddamn deck. Wait, what does premium do? So it lowers the cost of the card, but you can only use it once in a fight. What? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I would just go, okay, cool. Premium dude. And I just make a card. I I would just... I literally had to learn that the hard way when I was a kid and the never game... made the mistake ever again. Doesn't explain that, does it? Nope, it oh. does not. It's very funny because it separates um, the premium cards from your regular cards mm-hmm. so that you'll have like two sections for cloud. And then it's like one is the regular one is the premium. Yep. If the one you like is a premium, good luck to you. That's <laughs> fucked up. That is really fucked up. Again, one of the reasons why I never beat it as a kid till like I was in. Maybe I beat it in high school. Maybe I don't remember. Why do we? But like- also, it's it's a good game. But more, I agree. To the point that, <laughs> I, but more to the point that not only do cards inhabit the combat, cards are everything. Yeah, yeah, they're the you, worlds. I mean, it, yeah, world cards. You go to room by room using cards. Believe in the heart of the cards, Yugi. Like this is I, a this is a weird rogue light kind of situation where. <laughs> Each room is procedurally generated using the card that you've selected because like in combat where there's a zero through nine kind of value, each like field card has a zero through nine value. And then like also a type which kind of predicts what you're going to experience, whether it's your attack is up, there's more enemies, there's stronger enemies, there's weaker enemies, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you and then like, also- the layout of the room is random. You can also fuck yourself in this game, too, by the way. If you're dumb and sell all your zero cards and go, oh, shit. (laughs) But you can also continually re-roll those rooms if you just hit the doorway with your keyblade. I was doing constantly. Oh, yes. That's how you farm, basically, because enemies respawn only so long. One of the things that I also did did, did not realize, so I ended up having a hard time in at least two boss fights. The Larxene and Axel boss fights, if you use their elements against them, it will heal them. Yep. Yes. So I had Thundaga equipped and I healed half her fucking health at one point and went shit. Yeah. I would have been pissed too. <laughs> but then but then there are magic cards like Arrow, which don't really seem to have a, a healing power to it. They seem to be pretty neutral. Was there like a combo y'all try to do and you just couldn't get it to work? Some During of the boss slights was, couldn't yeah. get that stuff to work. Yeah, During boss I, fights Trinity, Trinity Trinity limit was very hard to pull off because it was so long. Yes. Yeah. What was it? Is Zan, Zankin Tetsu I tried doing because it was Sora's big combo. I think you needed all nines or all zeros, and I just could not hit an enemy with it. Like I did it, and it just wouldn't do anything. Yeah. I think it's like a random one hit KO, like a like a horn drill situation. Hmm. Where something like I think Ragnarok was a lot easier to pull off, which is like a. Like a six through nine value, I think. I don't remember. I know I had a the one I did was like was a something raid or yeah strike raid. A strike raid where you dash forward with a keyblade and hit A continuously. Oh, you hit A continuously? Mm. No, that's oh, there's that's, one uh, where he like blade. yeah, where you can keep hitting yeah. A and he'll keep bouncing back and forth. No, that's for a Sonic, blade. That, that's, that's Sonic uh, blade. That's Cloud. 
So you didn't realize uh, you had to do that. Technique. Yeah, that one's great. I use that one a lot, especially sure. it, uh, yeah, it cleared the room of a uh, heartless whenever you, you bounced around. It was great. I mean, there were some co- cool elements to this game. There really were. The music yeah. is very much ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Deck building, roguelite elements. It would fit in very well in the 2010s. Yeah. Trying to figure out if this is the game that just has made me for the longest time not like roguelites. <laughs> wonder if this is the root of it. I mean, it honestly could be. This game, if it used a little bit more polishing, I could totally see it like being a new sleeper hit. Because there's there's a couple things in this where it like the system is just completely donk. Like that whole thing about premium cards that I literally just found out now is bullshit. Yeah, I had no idea either. <laughs> that explains why my terrible. deck went, my deck went a, down. There's a like, whole like room type dedicated to doing that. Yeah, yeah, I would make premium rooms. I'm like, oh, cool, I get a premium card. That means that I'm guessing my card is stronger now. Or so. I didn't have any idea what it did. I didn't realize, haha, you just gave up your card, asshole. Like, Well, I kept doing it because, was well, it your cards are cheaper when you make a card a premium card? So I was like, oh, that's what you're supposed to do is make all your cards premium. And then, no, that's yeah. what I thought as a kid. And I found out the hard way that it was not. <laughs> but you think the game would explain it to you at some point? Be like, hey, you might want to be careful with this. You're giving too much credit to this game. Figure it out yourself, shithead. Pretty yep. much, yeah. Oh, I do want to <laughs> say that, like, it's the, like Dark Souls. <laughs> I don't. I didn't realize this, but as I've <laughs> Dark Souls, that explains stuff. Well, internet explains stuff. But like, one thing that this game did for me that I thought was very interesting that I forget that I have a love for this. I love seeing stuff being sprite side, being sprite attired. And this was, oh, yes. I mean, this game takes all the PS2, you know, Kingdom Hearts stuff and puts it into sprite. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I really have a thing for that. It looks really good. It does. I, I really like, like that. I like how they made everything in the sprites. Like, you know, all the Heartless, and you get all your classic Heartless from Kingdom Hearts 1. You get the Wizards, and I'm like, I really, really like this. I mean, it looks like, way better than the PS2 remake. This is like <laughs> a 16-bit JRPG. It just it fits in with all the other like, yeah. classic ones, I think. That's that's where I, I have a problem. It's that I wish that it were more like a traditional JRPG. Like, they could keep the whole card system and just make it turn-based and I would have been happy. I didn't need the action aspect of this of where you miss every goddamn attack if you are like behind them or if you're facing those godforsaken, stupid, <laughs> big belly bastards. Yes. I, no I like those things. I mean, I like just in general, everything you mentioned is what I like. Except, I, I mean, yes, you have, to, you have to go around them and try to attack them from behind and it's annoying, absolutely. But like, I just found it really satisfying to hit people with the cards. I did not. I hated nope. anything that blocked. I was like, no blocking. Yeah. No blocking. Yeah. Vexen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only thing I really had an issue with was towards the end of the game. What was that the last at the last level in Castle Oblivion? The proto shadows or whatever. Those things hide in the ground for like oh, way those too are long. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they pop oh, out and slap annoying. you. Yeah. I stopped. Well, I stopped farming at that point. I'm like, okay, we're done. I'll go level somewhere else. I want to go level. I'm done with this shit. Because they, they even they can avoid Trinity limits even, and Trinity limits are designed to just clear the room. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the you last, know, hiding. The the last level is not made for grinding. Like it's best to just go back to the previous world, and that's or the previous two worlds are the best ones for grinding. Honestly. Yeah, but then it resets all your rooms. If you have enough cards like I did, you would just like put up save rooms and Moogle shops every goddamn room and then just keep walking. <laughs> there. There. I didn't farm in, in the last part because I was just so sick and tired. Those enemies just made me angry. <laughs> it really upset me. 
fucking miserable. Yeah, that was my opinion of that area. Yeah. But, no, I mean, I it's I mean, it's a the way the gameplay took a little bit for me to get used to the whole card system, how you're shifting through your deck and using different cards. But oh, yeah. after a while, I got to hang out and I really liked it. I really liked the way the game played. There's just something really cool about just having your cards in their cards kind of just start peeing off each other where you're breaking theirs, they're breaking yours. And it's kind of just like a, this little like fight, this little duel to your attacks in and like dodge theirs. Yeah. One of the things I think is interesting is the game also kind of the game some kind of teaches you how to play a little bit without telling you as well. Because one thing that I remember learning as a kid and remembering now is when you fight Cloud, Cloud kind of teaches you like once you reload your first deck because it goes from one to two to three whenever you get your new deck back to halfway reload your deck number and then keep fighting that way when you run out of cards you can reload it quickly yeah or just kind of when you start learning when it's the right time to start using your combos or just start banking cards hmm. you can just bank random random cards and just use them as a combo or you can actually do like a a slate that actually has like a name and either one is effective if used correctly is like because then it's like okay if you have three cards their combined total value becomes like i don't know 18 or something like and that's pretty powerful because nothing that many things are going to top 18 or 27 or whatever so kind of learning how to manage those but also manage like oh this other enemy has a big combo they're using there i'm going to use a zero card to cancel it out and just start attacking them that always just feel good though to cancel out their attack Really, it's does. like okay. I'm. I got. I got a zero card. In my deck. I'm gonna. I'm gonna skip past that one and keep going. But I'm gonna switch back to it at this point and then keep going. Oh, I have a random question for you guys. So when you in, in when you're running around in the rooms that you create, you'll see red boxes. You'll see red orbs. Are those experience things that drop? Those That's are Moogle money. points. Yeah, those are Moogle. Oh, points. those are Moogle points. Yes. Yeah. I had no fucking idea what the hell I was collecting. And more stuff that the game does not tell you. But yeah. <laughs> I thought they were experience points because they were red. So I was picking them up. Mm. I. I and then randomly, I'd have Moogle points. I'd be like, "How did I get Moogle points? I thought I was getting them from battles. I didn't. Re- okay, red and green, I believe. Yeah, the mm. green I knew was health. But why doesn't this game explain anything? Mm-mm. My green was also Moogle points. Hey, you need to commit it to memory. <laughs> <laughs> green is your health because you don't you don't replenish health between every fight unless you go to a save station, which I didn't like. Because you can also set a save station anywhere you want. Yes, but I don't like a game where I'm where I can't heal if I want to. And this is one of those games where it does that heal. Well, yes, but like, okay, later on. (laughs) But I also I never. So you talked about trinities. If you use like three of goofies or three Donald, they do something special. Yeah, well, differently. Yes. Like if you do three goofies, goofy becomes a goofy tornado, which you can kind of like have them just swirl around you and just bash people. But Trinity Limit specifically is a slate where you use Donald Goofy and an attack card which you get late in the game to like basically do a Trinity limit in the game, like kingdom hearts, except mm-hmm. in this one, if you let it play out, it'll destroy every enemy in sight. Hmm. Unless they use a zero card and then you're fucked. Or unless they hide <laughs> in the shadows, <laughs> like the Frodo shadows. I did not do any of that. Yeah. The way I learned, if I remember correctly, someone teaches it to you that you notice or whatever, or I, I, cause I did have the strategy guy as a kid. You always keep zeros. At the end of your deck, because that's how I remember getting through most of this game, because you always have bosses that have big number combos, especially it especially helps during the, the Riku boss fight. You usually keep like four or five at the end of your deck. Interesting. I, I did not do that. I kept them dispersed throughout because I would have like an attack block, have a couple spells, a couple reloads, then do another attack block and then get into like spells and like a bunch of other like potions and stuff at the end. I'm like kind of metering it out. 
and Kier. That was it. That was my deck. And I beat the game with that that style of deck. It was had had five Kiers, so I could do at least like four Kiragas or five Kiragas. I didn't mm-hmm. even know Kiraga was a thing till way too late in this game when Emmanuel told me he's like put Kier. I'm like, oh. But it's also good too because you can you can just like sacrifice a fire to do like a fire and two uh, cures, right? And it still works pretty well. Yeah, and that way I you're not wasting all of your cures to get like a big health boost. Too you often, can... in my brain when someone says fire, my brain goes fire, fire. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> can I just you say how much I hate that you have to like press both L and R to to start making the combos and execute the combo thing? Yeah, because I fucked up yeah. a lot. <laughs> I I don't know why, because I was pressing them at the same time, and sometimes it would just like, oh no, I'm moving to the left, or I'm moving to the right, and I'm like, I I, I lost so many fucking cards in, in battles. Me too. Of, uh, I thought that was just my GBASP, just the shoulder buttons going, but mm-hmm. maybe not. I think that it that it's the game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't rem I don't remember. Did you guys, you know, for those who have played the PS2 remake, am I crazy? Is it select or is it still the same? I don't remember what I didn't play the PSD remix. I have select never... for the gray cards or yeah, select for the gray cards here, but I'm not sure what if, if it's the same button combination to do the to make the combos in rechain. Hey, we can find out next year for you, Manuel. No, <laughs> God, no, please, no, God, because I am gonna play that next year. I, I want to maybe the year I am gonna play it at some point. I might give it a little time before I want to hey. go back, but I will do it. It, there is only one good thing for the for the PS2 remake. We all learn it's pronounced Marluxia. Yes, Marluxia. The only thing that I the only thing that I like about the remake is that maybe the final bosses aren't that bad compared to here. And obviously it has voice easy mode. It it has voiced cutscenes and it has an easy mode. But aside from that, this game I'm is a, forward to the voice cutscenes. This 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 game is a much better game in every aspect compared to that one. Like I may harp a lot on this game, but at least I can say this one's better than Rechain of Memories. <laughs> this is really yeah. Mm-hmm. Rechain Rechain is bad. Not what I expected to hear. No, it is like uh, as much as I don't like this, the how this game handles everything. Uh, I. For a handheld console, it did the best it could, and it was, and it was, and it turned out good. But Rechain is just so bland, boring, and the whole rooms system—they're like it's just an empty fucking room, and it drives me insane because I don't know. I I don't I hate Rechain memories. I think that that's why I started off being so negative when we started playing the game because I was still like carrying that from rechain of memories like as we continued playing this one i like eased up uh, a little bit on my hate on it i still don't don't like it it's my least favorite game in the series but you know i i wasn't as hateful as i was and it's because i i truly do hate reaching of memories like that's (laughs) well i'll be very curious to play it and find out for myself (laughs) i am too now because i well, of course, I've never played it before. This is my first time even like going through. This game has been on my list to play for God ever since I first played it and couldn't finish it. Like I've been waiting to go back and finish this game, so like it felt great to finally be able to do it. But no, I do want. Yeah, you have you have. I was I thought Rechain would be a better game because it's newer, mm-hmm. but you, know, mm-hmm. you have my interest. No, it was when did it come out? Was it two years or 
2007 in Japan, 2008 here in so America. Two years, two years after Kingdom Hearts 2. Damn. Which it, it was like the, one of the last big PS2 games with Persona 4. Mm-hmm. I remember oh, cool. seeing it when I worked at Target on the I, shelf, and I was like, really? But that I didn't care. I mean, I didn't care then at all. Ah, uh, yes. 2004, or 2008, Persona 4, and Reach and Memories 2. My least favorite PS2 games. What? You don't like Persona 4? Persona 4 fucking sucks. All the characters suck. Excuse me? Excuse (gasps) you, sir? (laughs) Okay, now we're... I like them in Persona Q. That was a fun game. Well, it's time to send you to the Shadow Realm, boy. (laughs) The only only cool character is Yosuke. It's because I think he's gay. It's the only reason. (laughs) Otherwise, every other side character in that game sucks. That's why I play Kingdom Hearts. You... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's another pocket i do want to pull i do want to cover persona 4 because i want to replay it again oh boy oh that's that's, that's too fucking long so we'll see yeah that. that's the thing yeah that's that, that, that's I a lot of play the persona games oh, proper it's um, like trails too long okay i i actually have a solution for that now mike what's that i have a well for one they're all coming to xbox game pass and pc and week. all that yeah there's this thing called a, a trainer that i found recently it's basically just a hack mod and you can bring it up and give yourself level 99 and give yourself infinite XP and the best weapons. That, it, it's it's for the show, though. I mean, if you want to bum rush through it for the show, you can. Yeah, no, I surprisingly with the Steam Deck, I have realized that I can put a lot of time in a game and beat a game pretty, pretty quickly, actually. Like this game, I, I played this entire game and in like a week and the reverse part in a week almost like I can. I've gotten pretty good at time management in my life lately. Oh, this game's pretty short, though. It's good. Uh, I put like 20 hours into it. I put like 30 Again, into pretty short story. compared to other. Well, yeah, but I mean, like with Rick Cruz, I put like I think I put like 10 hours in Rick. I had I had a screenshot of my saves, but that's on my old phone that died. So I or not my same phone, but <laughs> yeah. I had a factory reboot my phone. Rip. Yeah, my phone blew up. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Yeah, it happened hey, that was the power of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I was best. I luckily I didn't lose too much, but I lost pictures that are mostly all. Po- it's all posts on Facebook, so it doesn't really matter because they're there somewhere. I can go get them, and then I lost my notes for the podcast. Oh shit! That's part, of it. but I, I can send you the screenshots you sent me. <laughs> I went and grabbed some of those. Fair enough. That's how I was able. To, I because I had my whole season put together almost the entire year, and I'm like, well, that's gone. I was able to. I saved some of it, but that's okay. But yeah, no. Um, to back to what I should be saying. God, what the hell? Where, where the hell was I? I don't know. Okay, well, I don't know. Do okay, up. what I want to talk about is. I like the fact like this game takes a good job. It takes all the bosses from Kingdom Hearts one just about, you know, you fought in the Disney world. It puts them into this world and it, it works. I mean, almost I, I all of them. <laughs> there is but, one world very consciously missing. Yep. Oh, yeah, because copyright. Mm-hmm. What world? Tarzan. Uh, Deep Jungle. Oh. Tarzan yeah. never in Kingdom Hearts again, is it? Because of copyright? Nope. Nope. Because nope. that's a whole other ass fucking author. Yep. You got to pay. Yep. <laughs> But that, that gets rid of the camouflage chameleon boss, which I was very curious to see how that would translate into a 2D thing. And we didn't get it. I forget about the fact. Is Tarzan even on Disney Plus? Huh. Uh, that's a good now. question. Yeah, let me check they might real care quick. enough to preserve the cartoon movie because that's like a Disney canon thing. But good luck no, seeing it anywhere else. Or the Tarzan TV show. Yeah, yeah, like the Tarzan TV show has outlived its music uh, parts, I believe. Yes. Uh, yeah. Tarzan, Tarzan two, Tarzan, Tarzan and Jane show. Yep. Yeah. It's all They're there. They're all here. Okay. Also, George of the Jungle, surprisingly. Uh, uh, yes. Apparently. <laughs> and George of the Jungle too. Oh shit. Weird. Okay. No, I didn't even think about. It. I forgot that Tarzan wasn't in here. I just didn't care enough. 
I mean, there was yeah. enough in this game. This game had yeah. enough content to it that I was I was content. So yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Enough, enough meaningless content, yes. I have. I kind of wish Alice in Wonderland was gone instead, but you know, you'll do what you can. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a weird question. Yes. We've all played Kingdom Hearts two, basically, right? No. No. Okay. I have. Mike has played some of it. I beat it back in 06, but I remember, no, or 07, but I, re- no, 06, I remember nothing. He remembers nothing. Okay. So okay, cool. he's, he did not commit it to memory. Okay, because there, I was going to say there's, there's like a couple of spoilers I was going to bring up because it makes more sense context wise, but I just, I'll just leave them, throw them out the window. Yeah, don't, we'll be getting, the, I mean, we'll be covering it coming up here, so. Yeah, ble- remember it. Commit it to your memory for when we do the discussion of Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah, because one, we'll, we can we can roll back into making fun of the story for for a little bit. Because uh, Sora enters this this castle, and you know they they tell him that his memories will go away. And then you meet a mysterious girl who looks like Kairi with blonde hair, and no one's really sure why. And uh, she has the ability to alter just Sora's, Sora's memories, memories, right? Just Sora. And- well, tech, it was, it's it's framed that it's both Sora and Riku's, and then you learn more about what's going on with Riku. And it's like, yeah. Oh yeah, she can. Yeah, she can. So just give her give him the option at one point. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. I didn't. It, so I only I barely knew who she was because like when I because I know she's in Kingdom Hearts two more. I mean, all the storylines of this really go into Kingdom Hearts two, which we are covering later this year. Yeah. Yeah. June, I think, is when I have. That's idea. the plan for the moment. Yeah. Yes. Either way, it's going to happen this year. It might not be June if things go awry, but it's going to happen this year because I, I want. Hey, I'm excited. Favorite game of all time for me. That's impressive. Yeah, that's going to be a long one. Yes, I'm oh, boy. So oh, this one has boy. some interesting parts. Like, as you're going through the tower, they're forgetting everything. And, like, I got really weirded out at one point when he's like, I'm doing this for Nami. And then he pulls out the Nami. pendant. He's like, Nami gave me this. I'm like, no, Kyrie gave I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And I knew some of the story. Yeah. And I'm still mm-hmm. fucking confused. I'm like, fuck. It's Namine, I thought. Namine. Namine. Yeah, I, I pronounce things on X, uh, wrong all the time. I don't even try. But, like, th- that's the point of the game, though, is that, like, you're supposed to just kind of have this, like, sinking feeling of watching people forget mm-hmm. bit by bit. It, and, like, I think that's the fun part of the story. But, again, Sora is such a dumbass that I, I, <laughs> it kind of balances it out, right? Where it's like, Sora, they told you. Just, just listen. Well, the the idea is supposed he, to be hmm. like there, there's like a I, I forgot what does it, but there's like a joke where like there's there's, a, there's an interesting point to where he's they're purposely trying to make him forget. So like if if you were if you were in this castle and you were to write something down in your hand and if you were to look at it an hour later, it will be written differently and you're not supposed to understand why. It's a weird ass castle. Yes, and we will probably learn why at some point. <laughs> so okay, <laughs> one thing though. So I know that they messed around with their memories, but when did they get a hold of Jiminy's journal in order to oh, erase yeah, that's it? Right, the journal. Like they, I don't think that they ever explain how the hell the whole journal could just like go kaput. Darkness. It's so Dark- it's yes. it, it's the way the castle works. Even even yeah, that's right. I forgot completely. Forgot that's what I was thinking of. That the Jiminy's journal gets completely deleted because that's what the castle's supposed to do. I think besides the fact that. They have Nominee completely messing with Sora's memories. The deeper in the castle you go, you're supposed to forget why you're there. You're supposed to forget why you're there, so you'll leave. Hmm. Okay. Also, by the way, that journal, totally not coming back later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, that's like the whole plot of uh, Recoded, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That is the whole 
stupid ass plot of Recoded. Definitely not mm. playing Recoded. You don't oh, have I'm to. Playing I do. Me and Dominic will, but you guys don't have to. <laughs> we'll do all the sh- all I, the weird I, shit. I I will because I've never actually played it. I've just seen the cutscenes from the the from the collection. Like. I guess I will too then. God damn it! Because uh, the whole <laughs> the whole point of Recoded is just this, but instead, uh, like Kingdom Hearts One, Kingdom, Chain of Memories, it's just Kingdom Hearts One, but you replace hearts and darkness with with memories in data. Yeah, in data you replace memories with data, so it's like oh, in Recoded, you're... you'd replace with data. No. Yeah, <laughs> you replace words with other words, just like they did. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. the the data's making him evil. Oh, you have to trust your data, Leon, <laughs> and just yeah, that that's just. <laughs> Just uh, hey, luckily that's way later. Like, well, not way later, but like three games later. I mean, exactly. in the chronology, it is. I mean, we're we're in the middle of the chronology right now. We got to get to three, five, eight over two and two at least. Yeah, but I and but I, sleep, I, I, guess. I recommend doing three, five, eight after Kingdom Hearts two because there's uh, a lot of stuff that goes out that that it is said before Kingdom Hearts two, but. There's a lot of stuff that is covered in Kingdom Hearts sure. 2 as well. So, and that game came out first. So I, which game? I, I think we'll go chronologically, except probably Rechain is probably going to be a bit later. Oh, it'll be way guess. later because I can't, I can't replay this that quickly. So I gotta wait a little bit. <laughs> I, I don't. So like, next one is Kingdom Hearts 2. After that, you can either go three, five, eight over two days or Birth by Sleep. Which one came first? Birth by Sleep. We'll do that probably. Did though. they? Did Birth by Sleep come out first? Probably. I, I looked well, them up at one point, but I can't remember. I think Birth by Sleep is first. Birth by Sleep, I heard, is like one of the best ones. It's yes, it is. It's Mike was always talking about it. I've all, and I've always actually no three five eight over two is first. Oh, okay. okay. By the way, shout out to myself. I'm gonna be playing uh, Birth by Sleep for uh, the week, the first week of uh, February on First Strike. So okay, nice. I don't think it'll be the first time though, is it? No, obviously not. <laughs> obviously not. Another thing I, I want to go over in, in this game that I that is like how different you can make your decks too because you have and then whenever you level up you get to you get three choices you get to either raise your card power which gives you more lets you hold more cards in your deck you get to raise your HP or you get new slights which are like new abilities that suck but those are the three choices that you get in this game. Yes, in yeah. Soros campaign, yes, the, the slights. Meh. I just in, don't like them in Rigo's campaign. You have to. Mm-hmm. Obligatory. This, this I is mean, also... it's uh, the most interesting parts of this game for me. Whereas the game progresses and you start and you fight a lot of the or I like the organization thirteen members. I thought they were very interesting. I mean, they are the most interesting part of this whole game. And there's a lot of them in this. Yeah, yeah, there at least half of Ax- thirteen. There's Axel, Roxine, Merluja, Vexen, Lacius, and uh, Exexian. And you Sexian. kill two of them in this game, right? No, you kill. It's like four of them. Five? You kill pretty much everyone except for Axel. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Yes. I'm I'm going to assume kills in quotes here. Quote unquote. Yeah. Well, (laughs) that doesn't get explained until later as to why that exists. Mm -hmm. It's a fucking weird ass game. I love it, though. So great. Like, we're not going to. We're not going to take it. (sighs) You know, actually, you know what we should do? It's a long explanation of. Why we're using the quote unquote. Oh, it's fine. I don't yeah. want to know. either Mike once either before or after we do coded. No, it should be probably either. Yeah. Before or after we do coded, we should also do the world ends with you. OK, because I've been wanting to play that. I just haven't bought it on PC yet because I, I know that Neku is in dream drop distance. Yeah. Who yeah. the hell is Neku? 
the exactly. dragon world is from with you. the world ends oh. with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can do it. It's been on my list to play it for years, so it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a bad thing for me to actually play it. Also, it partially makes me makes me think that the world end with you is going to be like casually mentioned throughout the Kingdom Hearts series because of what happens in Dream Drop Distance. Well, I mean, four everything we see about four is it's supposed to be more realistic. He wakes up in like Tokyo, right? Yeah, but it's not the same Shibuya as in the world ends with you. Apparently, yeah, it's supposed to be a uh, fake Japan. Yeah. It's almost like you guys yeah. talk in different language sometimes when we talk Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> it really is. I mean, like, it, literally, it is like talking a different language. You definitely have to <sighs> learn it. I can't. I just can't get over how much stuff in this game, like, you know, when you go into two, like when I went into two and nothing made sense in two. And it's like, well, I didn't play this. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's just interesting. OK, the world ends with you is not on Steam. Just the sequel is Neo. Neo. Oh, that sucks. I, mean, I can play it. It's a big hand. You need a lot of touchscreen, right, though? Yeah. Oh, the, DS, the original the, one? The, the yes. DS version. I think There's your Switch, Switch version, version does streamline it. But people but, hate the Switch version, so I don't know. Can you play the original version, like, let's say, with a mouse and a controller in the other hand? Would that work? That like, seems difficult because you're literally doing two battle systems at once. No, that's the point. Okay, so that's how, like, if I would have if I would ask you to play this legit, it would have been kind of like that, where I had one hand on using left side of the controller and the other hand using a touching yeah, the that, screen. If that's how you use the yes. that's how you it's, good. It's kind of like if it's kind of like your left hand is doing DDR and your right hand is swiping. Yeah. Okay. I could I could probably pull that off on, on a keyboard then. Swipe or no swiping. <laughs> Cause I yeah. I'm trying to play I'm trying to play more DS games that I missed. Such a good game. I thankfully was able to grab The World Ends With You. It was on clearance at GameStop a long time ago for like ten dollars. And it looks like whether you buy it at GameStop or at eBay, it's still gonna cost you forty bucks. Oh yeah, the DS is even, such a good console. I don't even. I, know, I don't even have a DS. So hey, hey. <laughs> I actually have a copy of The World Ends With You. Oh, I see. I'm, I'm looking up. Okay, I could probably pull this off on a mouse. It's and... it's something that'll take time to get used to. Either way, but you might yeah. be able to do. It. Kind Possibly. of like Chain of Memories. You know, Chain of Memories. Does, yeah, thank you. Uh, it took. It does take a lot to get into the hang of how this game works and what it expects you to do. And yes, I mean the cards are really like I thought it was really stupid at first, but as the game progressed, I really got into it. And if you play a higher card and they play a lower card, you counter their card and then they get stunned or you get stunned, vice versa. And it didn't bother me until the final bosses, where I'm like, these fuckers keep countering everything I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or when I sold like, all I, my zero cards. I cannot get over how much I really like this game. Coming back to it again. It, it just feels so stark and just such like for what is like what comes off as like a guide type story where nothing should matter, even though it does. <laughs> I mean, everything matters. In this. I mean, this game is such a if you go, if you go into two and don't play this game, it two oh, will make sure. no fucking sense. But nope. like it, it has all the trappings where it's like it reuses the, the, the first game's worlds It you know, it just has like a whole new area just for this game kind of thing, even though I know it comes back later. Like it, it should game. be a spinoff, but it's not. Yeah, as, and I think the gameplay and things like that really elevated to being a mainline kind of game. And as much as I hate to admit it, what is it? I think it's kind of weird because you could also technically, if you really wanted to, you could play this without playing one. Because I feel which like I did. Game, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You could play this without playing one and actually still get most of the story beat. Sacrilege. Like, the only thing you probably won't understand is why Ansem's such a bad person in Riku's story side. Because the darkness. Darkness. Or why, or why Kyrie is so important other than she's a friend. She's a girl I like. It's, like it's funny that, you know, Kyrie is like 
in the cover art of the game and you only see her like once like twice in in a a 3d cutscene on the gba again i have to mention god that thing is crunchy Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. like they even fit fucking simple and clean over the credits and it is also crunchy yeah it is (laughs) but it's great i will say that i was for the most part impressed with how the the music sounded here like oh the music in general is good 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 like you know a lot of them are like very spot on the same like obviously they're all the same tracks from the first game it's just you know a little bit more compressed or more compressed to fit into a, a gba chipset but a lot of them sounded almost identical to the to the original one. There's a couple of ones where you hear it and you're like, yeah, that's a chip tune. I uh, <laughs> I pulled a mic. I had South Park on in the background the whole time I was playing this. So I didn't. Yeah, I, I listened to some. Okay. I, yeah, I, I listened, listened to, to one. Some. I didn't. Listen there was to one this. song that kept playing in my head because I when I got to a certain area, I had to play it. I'm going to hum it. I had to. I mean, Why I don't know what it was. But the tune version of of that of Little Mermaid song was just Fuck I loved it. World. I was like under the sea, under the sea. Actually, you know what? Atlantica here is the best that it's ever been in any of the games because you don't have to swim. Jesus <laughs> yes. Christ, you're right. It was a, okay. I also really like those jellyfish as a sprite. I don't know what it was. It, stuff like this makes me want to make perler art, but I can't add another thing to my life. Oh Otherwise, my I, I I might I I can't. I mean, I yeah, it's not it's not happening. But like, whenever I see sprite work like that, I'm like, fuck! I want to, I want to make, you know, it makes me want to do perler art because it would just be, I love sprites and making sprites and perler art is so cool. Mike, are you gonna? There has to be art in Etsy. Oh, I mean, there is. I have a friend that does perler art that's been on the show a few times. Lissa, she actually made me a a karama that's on the floor because my little bastard kitten knocked it down. I gotta pick it up. (laughs) Um, but (laughs) I have, I have a few. I also have a Hollow Knight too to the right. Mike, my uh, boy. Yes. Are, are we? Are you ever going to do Mega Man Battle Network? Some point, yeah. yeah oh has, yeah. yeah that, I'm that working. Art. I'm working my way through the through the Mega Man series. We just did eight. We're doing nine for sure this year, and I'm doing X five later this season. So I'm getting. Battle Network Two was my shit as a kid. Oh my god! Like like Chain of Memories. Battle Network Two is so good. Never played any of them. <laughs> They're great games. It's I definitely like... beat Battle Network 1. I don't remember if I ever beat any of the other ones. And the HD collection is coming out this year, so that is a yep. good uh, good that way to a... do it, I guess. Yep. About... Main story, 14 hours for Battle Network, Mark. Yeah. Okay. I mean, hey, okay, 14 hours is completely doable for me. Yeah, I, was, I was in on the anime as a kid. I, I... I loved LAN. I love Mega Man NT. If... Hey, I'm going to say it. I like I like Mega Man Battle Network more than this game, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> same concept kind of too like if this was like a five battle network cranks up like an eight yes all the chip stuff and everything yeah it's it's a it's a really cool way of doing cards as chips mm-hmm. that i that is actually more interesting in some ways in this battle system but i still really like this game i do too the only enemies i didn't like in this game is i really don't like it's the fantastic. barrel enemies oh the barrels ah, yeah the barrel okay okay i hate some of the final enemies i skipped I stopped leveling near the end areas because it was miserable, but, but the, I really they, hate the barrel enemies. They just the barrel enemies are, are fine as long as you have cards above four. Yeah, they they Still. always they never go above four. So didn't like them. You can just like cancel them out and just they are very easy XP. Like I, they the hell out of me. I want to say the dragons also gave me some issues whenever they did their high kicks in your face. But they're dragons. 
Yeah, They're I do wyverns, like wyverns, my people. Wyverns. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a sucker for anything that flies. Dragon so. family. <laughs> so I, I want to I want to talk a little bit more about the story before we get into like the really weird part of this game that I think all of us enjoyed. So we we get through we get through the weird castle parts and you know Sora realizes he's being brainwashed because ironically he fought. Do does he realize? Well, besides that, do we realize Riku's a replica before the weird like they have the same fake memories? I don't think so. You think it's you think it's Riku? I thought yeah. it was Riku. Okay, I think, so think it's Riku the whole time. Think Riku is just men in fuck meant with as well for you to to think that it's the real Riku. You don't find out it's a replica until you play Riku's storyline. Uh, no, they tell no, you beforehand. You, you, they they tell you in the in the main campaign. Okay. And then that, that Riku has a change of heart and blah 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 and comes mm-hmm. to your side blah blah blah. Oh yeah, you, after you fight him a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Fight him fucking four times in this. Yeah. Yep. In just Sora's story, then you fight him in Riku's story too. Yep. That first phase Marluxia fight is harder than the second phase. Yeah, the first phase was much harder. Yeah, because he teleports and he he throws out fucking flower petals and all this other bullshit. Yep. Second phase Riku's, wasn't that bad of a, of a. It wasn't that bad of a final boss, to be honest. Riku's differences in his battle system are still very interesting too. I just want to point out because, like, you're not focusing on building the deck as much, but you're but it's like he hits harder and he's faster in a way that's very satisfying once you're done playing as Sora. Yeah, it, it's like, holy very, shit! I can really fly now. It, it's very <laughs> much free DLC, and I think yes. that's like the, the most interesting part of uh, the whole situation. So I definitely re- like reverse it. rebirth situation. <laughs> <sighs> I'm glad it exists. I yes. I was blown away and like when I was in college playing playing through it. Like oh, there's a whole other campaign. Holy shit! Uh, I also, didn't even know about it until you know. Because <laughs> like, they did this in Astro Boy and Mega Factor back to back, and that has a very similar revelation. Hmm. Another game I never played yet. The game is so much bigger once you once you start playing through it. <laughs> <laughs> Not my 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 make a list of stuff I'll never get to, I'm sure. But okay. Some of the things I, I want to mention. Trails, trails, trails. Man, I I think Joe, you wanted to talk about a couple things though. Sure, Joe, please. Oh no, it's just like the story for this game's also really good. That's really much all, all I want to get at. They set up a lot up to for the game, and that's pretty much the only thing that I want to talk about. Because you have it explains it doesn't really explain very well, but explains why Sora is in the big flower pod at the beginning mm-hmm. of Kingdom Hearts 2. And uh, Naminé explains that she'll be able to rebuild his memories uh, through whatever means that she's able to do it with her. I, I don't think you know why she's able to do it in this. I think it just kind of she's just kind of manipulating him in general. You have a tease that Axel is the traitor and that he's the one that's going to go report to their uh, superior. The superior. The superior. Which they don't they don't ever say who's in charge of the organization. 13, no. Right? no, they hint at it. Because they, yeah. yeah, when in Riku's campaign, when he arrives, there's like the cutscene with Laxia, Sexion, and Vexen, and they're like, he smells of the superior. And yeah, they kind of tease. Don't they say okay. he smells like him for like a second, though, or something? Yes, the, like there's this faint scent that reminds of the superior or something like that. With Riku? Yes. Oh, okay, so it's for, essentially, okay. For so reasons. Well, I think I, I don't think it's too hard to figure out what the reasons are in this case. Well, well, mm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to just say it. I'm assuming it's handsome. No, it, it is. It, it is because of Ansem. But, you know, yeah, it is because Ansem. You have the fact that Ansem in Riku's storyline, Ansem still kind of hiding out in his body. You have that final Ansem fight, which actually is fucking hard. Fuck that and, fight. 
and I was I was only able to beat him through sheer ADD paranoia. I can't believe you beat I him. I know I've done it before. I I'm I'm still got to get to that part, but I'm very like cautious now, having heard about it again. Oh God. Okay, so anyone who listens to the show knows that I finish almost every game for the show, especially with safe saves. I mean, the way I justify it is I beat this game credits rolled when you beat Sora's campaign, and then you get Riku's campaign. Which I consider, like you guys said earlier, DLC. So don't count. And I couldn't do it. Even with save states, I just, this fight just was ridiculous hard. I'm not going to lie. I got lucky. I you super have to. got lucky. Yeah, because I, I did a couple of Firegas. I was able to successfully dodge a few of his attacks. And I was able to get a couple of hits. Because one thing with Riku that's I think is really interesting, and he really does play like a better character, is mm-hmm. whenever he's in dark mode, his second hit of his three hit combo stuns, stuns the enemy. The enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So you have to I was able to get maybe two or three hits on him because of that. And I don't know that those dark fire guys knock out, I want to say maybe twenty five percent of his health. Oh, that's you not can, bad. Yeah, and that's I think a lot. as long as you don't do all nines, I think if you do like a six, seven, eight, you'll get dark fire no matter what. Okay. I think, when I watched the speedrun of it, because I there's a speedrun of, of an awesome game done quick of the Riku's campaign that I found on one of those. Uh, she fought him four or five times before she just got lucky, she said. She's like, he just giving me bad pattern. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, I mean, okay, yeah, she had no HP because she doesn't level that up, but it's just still such a fucking hard fight. Like, it's just, you have to get a lucky beginning, and then she would just stun lock him, like you were saying, I think. But she was doing, she was jumping and hitting him constantly. And he would still fuck her up. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I just and I you know I can usually do almost everything with safe states. I'm just like fuck this. I just <laughs> couldn't. It just broke me, and I just was like, you know what? I have other games I got to play for this show. Yeah. I'm done. What do you yeah, guys I think? Mean, you beat the main campaign. Yeah, that's why. I, I, that's fine. I, I I wanted to beat Riku's campaign, but I'm like, this. You'll is come back to much. it in like a little while. And be like, oh, I can do this now. Mm, I could, but I just I ha- actually I haven't deleted it. One thing I do every game I beat, I delete it off my Steam Deck or off wherever I have it on. Cause I'm done. I didn't delete that in case I want to go back, but I don't know if I'm going to. <laughs> so. It's one fight. It's one fight. I know, but it, mm, mm. it's not good. What do you guys think darkness smells like? I'll say bad. I'll say I want to say like, like, like burnt, burnt marshmallows. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's probably not. I don't think it's anything that's like pungent. It's just like, I don't know, like just disturbing and subtle. I do want to say like how awesome it is that there's a whole nother campaign that you can play as in this game with Rick. Yes. Like, that really is a cool, cool thing. And I'm, I really also, appreciate it. And also Mickey's just there. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> well, I'm okay. And you no, fight bosses that you don't fight in Soros. I mean, you fight a lot of the same bosses, but you also fight new bosses that you never fought before. Yes. And there's so much story about what's going on with organization 13. And well, the fact that your first boss is Maleficent is amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That dragon is such low HP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cool thing about HP. about Riku's campaign is that this is like Riku's redemption arc. <laughs> it is where, you know, he starts that that redemption up to becoming the best boy. This also has my favorite line of his of all time, which is uh, I'll I'll walk the road to twilight mm. and the road, to, the road, the road of dawn or the road, road to dawn. Yeah. yeah. Which is the coolest way to, to walk like the. The I'm evil, but I'm not like I'm good guy I'm evil, not bad guy evil. The road, the only one that I have. <laughs> you know, there's a holy trinity of emo uh, antagonists <laughs> that are in the 2000s. It's Shadow the Hedgehog, it's Riku, and it's Sasuke. 
Yes. <laughs> and they they're are all, all the same energy. And they are all technically the same character. <laughs> yeah, they're always better than protagonist. Two of them. Yep. There's the the two of them have the, the relationship with the main character that is just lovely. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I don't ship Sh- Sonic and Shadow, but the other two are perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the Vegeta of the game. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, he's trying to beat stories. I don't again. I don't know enough about the series because I've never played past two. Rick, Riku Deadass just is better than Sora. Like, I can't wait to the, see the, on, the only the reason, series. you know, like the only reason why Sora is like is because Nomura wants him as the protagonist, but Riku's clearly the the better, <laughs> the better character. It's fine. I just like that all these all these just writers and like developers they just had this idea of this character and they always overshadowed the hero. They always became the fan favorite. Yeah, Riku Riku's the zero of the Mega Man X universe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't gotten a Riku centric game. Honestly, we might. We don't oh, man, get a I, ton of games in the series I in general. Wish, I feel. I wish we got a Riku like just Riku, like straight up just Riku. I mean, I guess there I mean, are a lot. A lot of games. I mean, it's just such a weird fucking like, oh, I was looking up after we play two. the next game technically, well, next game technically would be coded the mobile version, which we can't play because it doesn't exist anymore. And then it's 358 over two days, which we will play. And then it recoded and no, then it's birth by sleep. Then it's recoded. And then the round recode is when we do world ends with you. But to your point, though, like most people played recoded when recoded came out. Not as many people played it when coded was happening. Yeah. I, I mean, coded uh, wasn't a thing here because it was Japanese only. Yeah, there's. Which, I don't. I don't think we're gonna do like fucking back cover, but. I mean, we can. Like that would just be like watching a movie and maybe discussing it. What would be back, back cover is the the mobile the newer yeah. mobile one, right? Oh, the back, the back cover. No, back back cover is key. Kingdom Hearts key. Yeah, the X key, whatever. Yeah, it is. it's a recap of of what happens in the mobile game. Like there's no actual tangible way to play those games. <laughs> but there's a movie for it or something we could do? Yeah. It's yeah, it's not a bit it's not a movie movie. It's just like a recap and they it's not a good recap. Like it does it's it doesn't it yeah it's not a good recap. We you're we're yeah. better off like going to YouTube and typing in like mm-hmm. all of the, the all companion of... film is in Kingdom Hearts H D two point eight final chapter prologue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is so weird. We'll see maybe because mm-hmm. yeah I mean Hell, we're going this. We're going all in on this. I'm I'm down. <laughs> I am so down. Oh, I got if I got volunteers that want to suffer, why not? Look, I, all, I'm here. I'm all recovering all. each HD release separately too, right? No, like Kingdom Hearts <laughs> one and two. No, I don't plan to. I mean, let's maybe way down the road we decide to go back and play. Like, we'll do HD one point five, HD two point five. The all in one package is a separate episode. No, <laughs> no. no. That, that's too much. I mean, I, I'm willing to do recode of memories at some or rechain of memories at some point. I'm. Because, I'm I'm kidding. Hey, <laughs> no, okay. Mike. I was gonna say like, ah! Mike, I will. I will say though that for Kingdom Hearts two, that you you do need to play Final Mix, not the original version, because there is a lot of things that are that are added to Kingdom Hearts two that are cutscene and and story related. Like it's not just one boss battle like in Final Mix one. Is it really? Is Kingdom Hearts two as hard as one was? No, I struggle no. off with one, but. No, again, Kingdom Hearts is my favorite game of all time. It it the uh, gameplay is the most balanced that that it is in the entire series. Like okay. there, there's a reason why there's an entire speed run. Give me one second. I'm gonna check something. 
<laughs> there, I, mean, I guess I can. I guess I can play the final mix version. That's fine. I still want to play the PS2 version. Like, like it's fine, but again, there uh, there is a lot of content that they added for the for final mix of Kingdom Hearts two. Like in Kingdom Hearts one, it was just that one that one boss battle in in uh, Hollow Bastion, mm-hmm. and and maybe some added cutscenes here and there that, that they weren't voice acted. Here they when they localized it because Final Mix never came to the to the West until the uh, two point five uh, collection. Okay. Um, I- and they added like those cutscenes and with voice acting, like they got the the voice actors back to record extra lines and, and all that. So all right, I, I can. I forgot this, but when I first got my PS4 like <laughs> years ago, mm. <laughs> it's been years, mm. I bought Kingdom Heart eight Kingdom Hearts HD one point five plus two point five remix with the intention of playing them. Okay. And I, I haven't done anything with it yet. But yeah, so yeah, I'll I'll do I'll do two I mean real. Mike, Fine. there's there there's always easy mode. No. Oh, yeah, then I'm on board. I don't like there. There's also have the, to play it on. <laughs> yeah, there's also the thing that I said too. There's a whole speed running community dedicated mm-hmm. to Kingdom Hearts too. Like that, that game, if you really wanted to, you could beat it like on level one for shit. Okay, it's not. I don't. I mean, I I beat one as a kid. I beat original two as a kid too. I beat it in 06 when I first came to Minnesota the first time before I left. So okay, yeah, we'll we'll be doing that. Okay, I'll play the final mix then when we get there. Yeah, big because it it like. <laughs> You can play the original if you want, but again, there is a lot of added content in terms of story and stuff that will also come back later. So, because two is when they start really realizing what they have, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they start really diving deep into this craziness. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really absolutely go off the rails bonkers until Dream Drop Distance, in my opinion. But I agree. I completely agree with that statement because uh, with very very weird shit happens in that game like up up until the actually yeah up until dream drop distance everything else was coherent <laughs> no there's there's a weird moment in, in Birth yeah of Sleep. That's, I, I, that's fucking weird hmm. it's so interesting dominic like we have because in this episode I have me and dominic who only have played very little and i have manual and joe yes. play this entire series it's a very interesting dynamic for this quest I, I love this. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really excited for you guys to go like what for just like I can't even think of a, a very minor spoiler. It doesn't matter. But if, yeah. if I can compare it to anything, it's like Jojo Bizarre Adventure <laughs> where like you hear stuff where it's like in Jojo. You're like, oh, what happens in part four? Oh, Jojo beats up a plate of spaghetti because it looks suspicious. Why does that happen? Oh, don't worry about it. When you get there, you'll get there. I was going to say, it's like it's like we're watching Breaking Bad, except you two have watched Breaking Bad entirely and we're just watching it for the first time. I've never seen Breaking Bad. I've never seen Breaking Bad. It, it just is an example. But. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, 358 by two days is 26 and a half hours? What? So this is how long to beat. Oh, God damn. Why is that? Okay, now I understand why people don't like that game. Is it that long? Wait, what game? Uh, 358. Two days. Uh-uh. Oh, that's not how God. long it says. God. I'm looking up the writer of Kingdom Hearts 2 because it's it's a, it's a single person who's written it, just like Chain of Memories. Kazushige wow. Nojima. This is a Christ, 26 and a half hours. Oh, Nojima hey. seems to be, okay, he did Kingdom Hearts 2, then he worked on Crisis Core, and then he worked on the Subspace Emissary with Sakurai. <laughs> what, a, what a career. Damn. That makes sense. Subspace um, Emissary is the best of, of the Smash Brothers game. But I mean, but also he was working with everybody like Final Fantasy X and Kingdom Hearts and X2, which is oh god, what a what a life! 
touching eight. all these games. Seven, eight, eight ten, two. Ten. The, the the best magical girl game. I, I <laughs> Mike, there. have you covered ten yet? No, I I barely. I've only covered Final Fantasy six. I haven't really dived into that series as much as I love that series. I haven't really gotten there yet. <laughs> Maybe once we finish Kingdom Hearts, we'll do ten and ten two. Emmanuel, all of the sure. Emmanuel, how oh. dare you? What? The best Final Fantasy magical girl, magical girl game is thirteen two. Excuse I, you. Or thirteen three. I, I don't. I don't like the thirteen. I've never played. I've never really gotten into them yet. I did not have playing thirteen. I have I played, given but. thirteen three shots. Never liked it. So no. But I mean, you know, if I'm if I'm asked to play thirteen, maybe. So recoded is sixteen hours apparently. Or if I sleep is tw- anywhere is, between twenty six and twenty nine hours. Two days that long? Do you guys think? Or that I don't know because I've never played it. That's the thing. I think it'll be fine. I think How it'll be fine. You never played it as much as you love the because series. Because they were on DS and I did not have it. Uh, I only oh, had a 3 You don't emulate, right? And I did you don't have not, a you don't have a YouTube store. You emulate games, old games, right? Those are all. I legit. don't care so, about okay. these. <laughs> well, so I'm, I'm gonna oh, have God. to go. If it's not on PS, if it wasn't on the PS4 collection, I don't care. What were you yeah. gonna say, Joe? I'm gonna have to agree with Emmanuel too. Uh, when I, I had a 3DS growing up, but what was it? Three, uh, 358 was actually like physically fucking hard to find because Kingdom Hearts had officially blown up after two. So when that came out, I remember going to every store, could not find it. Hey, fun fact: I have all the games, anyways. So <laughs> I just don't... Mike, I think I I think it won't be a problem to play 358 over two. I mean, we'll just get through it. It'll be fine. Yeah, I'm really curious about it now, like because I also was looking up a, a Let's Play video. They were playing it the same way I'm going to play it. They were playing it you know, so, on a computer. What I've heard about 358 over two days is that the story is the most important thing in that game. Like, you know, go going through a certain character's day to day thing. The gameplay is very lacking. We'll see. And it and, it, and it's not card based. It, it is straight up just action rpg but it's like very bare bones or repetitive i think is what like more repetitive than the main line games i don't mind repetitive to be honest neither do i i thought it was tetris based Mm, no like your equipment is like on a tetris board and when you level up it gets bigger i I, yeah i have no idea again i've never played (laughs) so i don't know i don't know how it plays i've just seen the cutscenes in the collection and i've heard this from other people so yeah, I'm, Some, I'm, so so it's and it's the opposite of Recoded because apparently people say Recoded plays way better than 358, but the story is meaningless and it is meaningless because I've seen the cutscenes and it's the equivalent of the Disney Worlds in Chain of Memories. We're gonna do it. I know. We're doing it all. I know. I'm very. I just love hearing all of this. She's like, okay, we're doing it. <laughs> I don't know why, but we are. I'll hate it, but sure. But um, I'm looking more into Nojima here. And he is he is the guy behind Fabula Nova Crystallis. So Final Fantasy 13 and the original scenario for 15 as well 15, as a result. Yeah. So the guy, th- this guy is the guy. If we're talking about what makes Square Enix so strange and weird. Yes. Final Fantasy it is, 15 It is Kazushige Nojima. The, the game that may or may not have anything to do with Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> oh, you're thinking about Final Fantasy 13 versus. Or versus thirteen. Yeah, I am thinking about. We are going down a weird rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, we are. Oh boy. Uh, Any other things you want to say that we haven't mentioned yet that pops in your head? This game's a classic. Mm. This game's great. (laughs) I I wouldn't mind. Hopefully, down the line, 
like someone does like because I know a lot of fan games are coming out. If if someone decided to like try to rip this off and try to like turn it into their own game kind of thing. My God, Nojima also wrote Stranger of Paradise. Oh boy, that game is great. I have not played. I played the demo. I did not get the I game. Was, I was just talking about it last night where the 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 bet you know you're playing a great game whenever uh, the first boss is introduced and the the main character the boss you fight goes you can't beat chaos it's physically impossible and the main character goes bullshit and he turns on his <laughs> his Sony Walkman to play Limp Biscuit <laughs> to, to play Limp Biscuit on his Sony Bluetooth earbuds and then you find out that that Limp Biscuit song was made specifically for this game. Yes, yes. love it. <laughs> this, this wow. is everything I need. I hate it. Yeah, I, I think we ran out of stuff to say. If we're going down yeah. that road now. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, it was a great. Okay, game. I did. Let's go on to questions, comments, or memories. I did get a few actually. So people did have stuff to say. So I have a few things to read. Yeah. Pull that up real quick. First, we'll go from the Kingdom Hearts community Facebook group that I joined at some point. Uh, from Mario G. Circle, circle, mem- circle. This is chain of memories, not circle. Wrong circle of memories. Chain of Memories GBA was my second Kingdom Hearts game, but my first Kingdom Hearts game I own. I understand that people don't like the card system, but it's actually not that difficult. Hey. The most essential thing about this game is to raise your CP. The more ca- the more cards you have, the more of a chance you have at defeating your opponent. Uh, from Nawaf, Chain of Memories I played first time on emulator. Controls are good, but playing with keyboard was not good. I forgot about it and left it and played the PS2 version better. Okay. 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 Yep. I'm assuming English or not. The- okay. And from Christy Lynn. This was my second game in the series. My twin sister and I always played together, and this one was special because we got to take it with us on long drives to visit family in another state, and we were little. Each time I come back to this title on either Game Boy or PlayStation, I like it more and more. Playing this game, I felt the dread of Sora and friends continuing up the stairs, forgetting things that were important, but like that, they had no choice but to press on. I love this game for all the ways it made me feel and think, and was a huge indication that the series was going to get bigger. It introduced the organization and asked questions of the player, having to confront truth and perspectives. Oh, that just reminds me, this game also has a co-op link cable function. What's that? Oh, yeah, it, yeah, it's like a Mega Man Battle Network. You basically, as if you if you open up the game, there's new game, continue Sora, Riku, and Link. Basically, you fight a shadow version. What whoever has on your copy, your your friend has a shadow version, and vice versa, kind of thing. But you basically use your deck to fight your friend. Oh, interesting. That's cool. Huh. Yeah, I, I never knew that. It's kind of like Mega Man Battle Network. You just kind of use your your decks against each other and see who has a better deck. That's Bigger cool. Deck. Hey, I yeah. never had a link cable or friends to play with, so I never I did. That well, show was that show was complicated. <laughs> no, the whole GBA stuff, but it's cool. Okay, that's cool that it exists, though. Mm-hmm. I still just still can't get over how this the series went to freaking Game Boy Advance with our second game, and then gets a, yeah. that's what threw me off. How weird it gets. How many systems this game this series goes on. Mm-hmm. As time grows, literally, literally almost all it. the series, all the consoles. And I didn't play handheld. That was my biggest issue. I so I like I missed out on so much stuff. But yeah, and, and now it's like we don't even have that luxury anymore. Yeah, kind everything of, is just I mean, everything. I play everything. If, easy, so. if there was a GBA equivalent today, we might get that Riku side story more easier. I mean, there's yeah, there's the a Switch and the Steam Deck. So. I mean, I played this on a Steam Deck, which was a great way to play it, by the way. So you're it telling was, me. You guys haven't seen the Kingdom Hearts game that plays like Pokemon Go yet. There is one. Yeah, it's coming out. Oh. Uh, I I love oh, Pokemon Go, but I'm done. Mm-mm. Yeah, you you make your own character and you find areas and you all beat the shit out of Heartless together. Yeah, that's coming out. 
Anyway, Melody of Memory is going to be great to play, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, God. I still have my copy sealed. Uh, I need to buy that. I haven't played that one yet either. Hey, it's it. on now all the Kingdom Hearts games are on PS Plus Extra. So, All right, and I have a couple from the I Watch the Entire Overlord Replay Group. I have two from Brian Brown. I like to point out that Axel's famous line, got it memorized, was said at some point in this game as committed to memory. We've been making fun of for a while. Which I'm still trying to figure out if in Rechain of Memories they changed it back to got it memorized or if they le- or if they actually left it as committed to memory. Does Axel show up that much in the series then after this? Yes. Dude, Axel is like top tier, one of the the the, 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 the most important characters in this fucking series. Okay, I knew he's in two, he's in, I, I didn't realize I just he know- was going. Well, like the one screenshot I've seen of three five eight over two is he's in the three five eight over two. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yes. Very. And and he's in other in the other games. Very fun. They they even mention it in the series in three. There's a part where Axel literally goes, "You can't get rid of me. I'm a fan favorite. I'm a fan favorite. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, so good. I can't believe how many he, games are between two and three. He yes. he is like so. <laughs> So here's the deal. Uh, you know, my three favorite, I know that we're getting to the questions, Mike, but the, my three favorite characters in the whole series are Riku, Aqua, and Axel. Like, the, I like the Roxy. Three... I forgot Sora. Mm. <laughs> Sora's a dumbass. God, Sora just keeps going downhill with every with each new entry, man. He just, oh, he's dumber and dumber instead of... <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm uh, I'm so excited to traverse this series with you guys. Like, uh, you no, know, I like it's so it feels so good to finally get the get the next part of this done. Like, it's yeah, it's been a long time coming. Uh, I found when it. We get to get a march too. I Which found you find, it. Joe? They they do change it in in the recreate memories. Oh, okay. Yeah, it says who. It says, <laughs> yeah, I found it. It says who am I? I'm Axel. Got it memorized. So yeah, they did. Uh, okay. So yeah. so see more proof yeah. that Nomura didn't know. <laughs> they didn't have it committed to memory. I like committed <laughs> Again, to memory though. Nomura or the localization team. That's true, too. Yeah, could be localization. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I do have one other one to read from this group from Natalia Tucker. It's a long one, but I'm going to read it. Chain of Memories was my first introduction to Kingdom Hearts. And as a kid without a non handheld console would be my only Kingdom Hearts game. I fully played for several years. Given its position as a sequel to KH1 and a prequel to KH2 and a well-known as convoluted series, you'd think I might have Stonewall by Chain of Memories before having a chance to truly get into it. However, all the potential hurdles ended up sparking my imagination, increasing the sense of wonder and fact. It's a place so far out of the norm from my young gaming mind is probably a significant part of what made me truly fall in love with games as a medium. That said, it's certainly a double-edged keyboard, but whenever I return to the game, it holds up better in terms of story and gameplay than many others in the series. I know I'm almost for sure in the minority on, on my love for it. That's okay. No game is for everyone. Some games are only for very specific people. Chain of Memories was and still is very much for me. All right. Double H Keyblade is a real thing, by the way. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I can't wait. I'm going to tr- Besides, we're doing two this year for sure. I'm going to try to get another one in this year, but we'll see. Because uh, I don't. I want to get through the damn series. So, And from Giant Bo- the Giant Bomb group, from Chris Murray, I got to the end and my deck was not good enough to beat the game. I 100% get that, especially if you sell all your cards, sell cards like I did. <laughs> <laughs> Or not have a one card, one blue card to open up the last door like I did. Oh, that's what this for. And from Chad Fujihara, the one thing that stands out most to me is the fact that this game managed to squeeze in full motion video cutscenes in a GBA game. I don't think they were voiced, but it was impressive nonetheless. No, it wasn't voiced. Yeah, they were not voiced. So I had a weird question with that, too. During the yes. credits, it shows like 
like the it shows cutscenes. Are those drawn or were those like CGI generated? That's that is a very good question because I was asking the same thing. It must be CGI, right? Like if the other ones are CGI, they look hand drawn. Yeah, but, yeah and they are. Uh, <laughs> it's it's the weirdest thing because there they there are those stills of, of supposed cutscenes that should have been in the game, but I guess they didn't put them in the game. So I don't know. <laughs> All right. And I got to let's see. I got a few more to read after I reload my screen uh, from Dylan Codhill. I think it was the beginning of my love for card battlers. Also, the remake of this was disappointing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's a good one from Des Fleming. Oh, hey, boy. look, it's the only good Kingdom Hearts game. Oh, that's a lie. That's a goddamn yep. lie. <laughs> give me their, give me their address. Uh, I'm going to grab my keyblade. And, uh, yeah, you to their you have a literal keyblade. I do. Which you we can't see we're not on camera, but I know you have one. Yep. You grab your keyblade. I'll grab mine. Let's go, Emmanuel. All I got right, a master sword. Go. Not that far from me, actually, on the on the table. Hey, there there's some fine art of a master sword keyblade out there. So hey, anything can be a keyblade. Let's go. I told my wife I want to bring the master sword upstairs because I always get worried someone's gonna break in our house. And I want to have the and she's like, "You're not bringing the sword upstairs." <laughs> <laughs> baby, I hope you brought protection. Don't worry, baby. I got the <laughs> sword. <laughs> oh my! I always have a fear someone can break in my house. Like my dog's like will bark, and I'll go, "Okay." I mean, I live in a really safe neighborhood, and I'll, I'll walk around. But I'm like, what would freak out somebody more? A guy walking around naked carrying a master sword? Like even if they have a gun, they're gonna be shocked. Tom, do you have any real weapons? Just my darkness. Uh, <laughs> that's the most powerful weapon of all. Darkness. <sighs> okay, I have a couple more comments uh-huh. from the Game, Game Boy Paradise group uh, from Dan Merlio. I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game before, but bought it this last year. We'll get to it eventually. <laughs> Good luck if you would if you haven't played anything else. This will be weird as fuck. Yep. But it's, it's, I think it's a good game. We'll get there shortly. Uh, from John Cockrell, I didn't have a PS2 growing up, so this was the first Kingdom Hearts game I owned. I did really enjoy this game at this at the time and for what it was. I played it so much, got sore to level 99, and I usually never do that sort of thing. All right, and then from John John Saunders, I was like 16 and couldn't beat the final boss because it's not easy. It's hard as fuck. So I mean, final boss talking Marluxia or final boss that piece of crap final boss. I would say Marluxia because I mean, I Mar- really the whole thing with like it's just. It's extra content. It's just really, I mean, hell, in this day and age, it would have been a no, fucking no, other I, game they would have sold you. I, I meant normal Marluxia or, or like Final Phase Marluxia. Oh. Final Phase Marluxia is just a long, bloated boss battle. But yeah, it was. the actual real boss battle is the the first phase Marluxia, honestly. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Second actually, phase Marluxia is basically just the King of Hearts one boss at the end all over again. Yeah, which, but now in 2D. Which um, actually, now, now that I remember, we by it but the boss battles for the majority were a joke oogie yeah. boogie was a joke the trickster yeah. was a joke the ursula was asshole. a joke like hades is probably literally the only one that gives you like a hard time like, was, he's, was 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 a little rough yeah because you're so early yeah i and think just the the platforms and shit that they were doing like i think having to jump up in the rock yeah i agree yeah. with you i think the, the the organization fights were probably also some of the harder ones too oh yeah and that Maleficent fight was also hard. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I died I on it. I I think I died once and then I figured it out and I was like, just kept you're still so you're so early. You're so, you know, oh, one thing we also mentioned, you can choose the world you want to do whenever order you like certain kind of order. Yes. You get to yep. pick from four to four or something like that. So that is cool that they have that. But yeah. And by the way, there's a Winnie the Pooh world. Not that you would know because we all skipped it, I think. Right. I did it. I. <laughs> I I was trying to do it and then the I like I couldn't quite 
I don't know. I couldn't quite get Pooh to do what I wanted, so I just kept yeah. walking, and then I got to the end. And I'm like, oh, I can just leave. All right. That's what I did. I just walked through it and finished it, and I thought that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, I oh, did it. Well, you don't have to do anything. You can just walk. Yeah. yeah. But you get, like, slates, and you get cards and stuff. Who cares? I got it's, fucking move. It's an even less... Does. It's an even less... Uh, uh, how do you say... A, a, a version that works even less than Hey You Pikachu with Winnie the Pooh, so... <laughs> Also, the Riku campaign, you visit all of the same worlds, but they are way shorter. Like, there's way less. Oh, yeah. Way less rooms, and there are no cutscenes for the Disney worlds because technically Riku never was in. Well, he was in some of them, but he never really interacted with, uh, with a the lot one of them. He was really so in, was like Pinocchio. Yeah, and, you know, they, they even cut that out. Like, but that's also why I appreciated Riku's campaign more than Sora's campaign. Like, Way shorter. Like the I both like and dislike the fact that they give you a preset deck. Like I think that it, it's just it it either works in your favor or it does not because they sometimes they just give you a deck that is like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, one of them you're supposed to actually use your uh you're supposed to use your gray card. I don't know what's the actual term for them. Yeah, great cards. Uh, special cards. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah they have cards. I, don't, I, don't, I think I think it's the it's either the Oogie Boogie World or somewhere else where whenever you <laughs> use the the card, it flips the value of them. And maybe it was uh, yeah. underwater. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's how the speedrunner beat the game of Riku. They used a uh, Maleficent's card to get overdrive, and they just beat the shit out of Ansem with that. Mm. Oh, okay. They gotta get lucky, but that's how they do it. They yeah. just beat the shit out of him. Only one I really used during Sora's campaign was Oogie Boogie. I didn't use them until Riku's when I didn't know how to heal. I totally forgot about them until I don't even remember. I had no idea what they did until Manuel finally said something. Yeah, I have forgotten about the 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 cards. Like I thought that they were like passive abilities instead of like you know like like if you put them in the deck and it would like grant you pa- the passive abilities that it told you. But no, it's. I think it's, I, if they were to make a new version, that would be a thing they could do. I I, yeah. I could not get Hook's card to work, which was supposed to give you like a pretty phoenix down. But whenever I used it, like I just completely got killed. I think you're supposed to have it equipped when you die. Yeah, I, I did have it equipped. Oh like, God. Yeah, like I got, I, got, I was trying to use it during the Anson fight because I died but like you twice. Act, but you activated it, right? Yeah, I activated it. Yeah, it was, it was going. I don't okay, know why but the, but the deal about it is that it. No, but I think that the, doesn't it? It said I know that there's one that is like, oh, you. It will make sure that you survive a combo for with one HP. Maybe that's what it was then. Yeah, and if you get hit again, then it obviously yeah doesn't really mean anything. Then it's kind of a, a lot of those are very pointless, to be honest. <laughs> what it, oh, and I was just counting. There's four games that we have to play between Kingdom Hearts two and Kingdom Hearts three. Tree five yes. eight, Recoded, Bird by Sleep, and Dream Drop Distance. Yes, mm-hmm. and and, cool. and watch the back cover. I mean, and if you think about it, like there really wasn't any games between Chi and three. No, that because just, key key came out after Dream Drops Resistance, right? Like, you, yeah, but you have you have like a little bit of stuff in like Final Chapter Prologue or something, or like the there was like yeah. a, there was like a little. Bit oh, of stuff. right, we do, uh, Mike. We there's five. There is zero point, passage. Zero point two of fragmentary passage. Yeah, those that's gonna be a mini for sure, though. Yeah, but that is that is a totally a mini because that takes like two, two hours, hours tops. What do you guys talking yeah. about? So in in Kingdom Hearts. HD 2.8 final chapter prologue. <laughs> there is there there it includes Dream Drop Distance HD. It includes Kingdom Hearts key uh, back cover. 
is the the movie thing that we were talking about. Okay. But it also has uh, an aqua centric mini game, not mini game as in mini games, but short game. Let me just okay, say short, short game. game. Yeah, called uh, zero point zero point two birth by sleep uh, fragmentary passage, which is okay. a continuation to birth by sleep and it is also a prequel to kingdom Hearts three and technically maybe you could consider it the demo to kingdom Hearts three okay well yeah we'll do it though. sure but but it's like oh. very short it's like two yeah. hours tops that's fine it's not that long that's minis are hey that's what minis are for I, I also forget you guys are gonna hate dream drop distance or i don't emmanuel do you know why though i because don't the, because of the drop yeah, there, there's there's a timer drop system where you, yeah. you can only play as Riku and Sora as a certain amount of time. Yeah, but you right. can't extend you you like starting off. It, it is a little bit annoying, but then you can like extend the amount of time that you're the worst part is trying to do a boss battle and having that drop gauge like uh, like lower as you are like in the middle of the battle, because then you will have to restart the whole battle all over again. So mm-hmm. and it's and not immediate. It, it's definitely going to be a very interesting game to play and see you you guys' thoughts about it. I I like Dream Drop Distance. Like, I don't have a problem with that game. I've only played it once. Especially because it is technically Pokemon meets Kingdom Hearts. So <laughs> It is. And, and as a Pokemon fan, I, I dig that shit. Okay. Uh, let's go to our last segment, Shelf Stacker Box. And Dominic, what about you? Oh, Shelf. It's on the shelf. It's one of the best GBA games. All right. I'll go next. Um, I agree with Dominic. I'm also going to put this on the shelf. I had an amazing time playing this game. Like, wait, I came into this with no expectations, and I left like, okay, this was this was great. Other than the Riku final boss, this game was fucking great. Uh, Joe? I agree with the both of you. I, I, it's also on the shelf. I didn't actually think I was going to have a lot of fun with this game, but I booted up, and I got like maybe an hour in. I was like, man, I'm really having fun with this. So, yeah, it's definitely going on the shelf as well. Okay. And why the hell did you leave the most negative one for last, Mike? <laughs> what about uh, you, Emmanuel? Purpose. This game gets sent to the Shadow Realm. Now I'll stack it. I don't. Again, I don't hate this game like I do Rechain of Memories. I just don't like it. Like th- this is not the type of game that I look for in Kingdom Hearts. Uh, is the problem? Like I, uh, I look forward to. Uh, an action RPG that is that does not constrict me with the use of cards in order to attack or or do anything. <laughs> and, you know, that that's not what this game is, obviously. Like, no, again, like I said, I wish that my, my thing is that I for a GBA game, I would have wished that they had gone with with a turn based RPG because, you know, Square Enix or Square Soft uh, before Kingdom Hearts, they were like known for the the turn-based games like the final fantasies were always turn-based it wasn't until kingdom hearts one where they actually did an action rpg and you know it would have been a very interesting like oh what if kingdom hearts did play like a final fantasy game like and hey they could have kept the card system like you could use up a turn with cards it's just my problem is when you combine the cards with the action i don't i do not find that appealing or uh, necessarily good to me like yeah, yeah. it's hard uh, yeah it, it, it is like i can't uh, you get into it the more you play it and you understand it more and and all that but i still there is still that part of me that is like i this is not what i come in for in kingdom hearts and again i still th- that's why that's also why i like riku's campaign more because it's shorter and they give you a preset deck so that you don't have to like manage all that stuff yeah i it, it's a stack for me i Okay. I don't hate it. I don't love it, 
and I don't like it, but it, hey, it's it's right there. And I I it is in my collection. It's not. It's in one of the two DS boxes, either three five eight or recoded, because it has like the slot for GBA cartridges. We love this series. So you do. Yeah, yeah. Also, somebody earlier mentioned that Mickey does nothing in this game. He is the light that brings Riku forward. So. I didn't say he does nothing. I just said he's in this game. Like, he's actually in it versus the first one where he wasn't. (laughs) He's in the end, naked. He he wasn't. And there's an explanation for that. That's story portent. (laughs) We don't bring that up right now. (laughs) Uh, We'll come back to that later. But yeah, I, uh, again, um, you know, I, I, as a kid, I never got around to reverse rebirth because I never beat the original campaign before Kingdom Hearts 2. And even when I did beat you know the game like in 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 high school i think that i only like entered reverse rebirth and saw oh it's kind of the same as the main campaign and actually never played the whole thing so going back to it now it's like looking at all all the things that happened in it i I appreciate it a lot for riku's redemption arc because he's my boy (laughs) okay all right and that and I should mention what we're talking about next week. Uh, next week, you get to hear me talk about an, another action or Well, I guess action RPG. Maybe a Crusader of Senti. That's the next game I'm doing on the show. I have no idea what that is, Mike. It's a Sega Genesis game that looks uh, like a Link to the is. Past ripoff. But it's not at all. Hmm. So that's what that is. Good game, actually. Really hmm. good game. Never so heard of it. <laughs> I barely had until I covered it. So, But definitely that will be what you hear next week to go check that out. And Emmanuel, where can people find you at? Oh, yeah, people can find me over on Twitch.tv slash Commando Lionheart, where I am currently doing a playthrough of Resident Evil 4 for the first time. No. Yes, yes. We are trying to get excited for the remake, which comes out uh, soon-ish. Also, I do First Strike every week. I play an old-ass video game, uh, (laughs) different old-ass video game every week. I will be doing Infamous 2 very soon because we are going to be talking about that in a couple weeks here on the show as yeah, well. And yeah, coming up February. Yep. So my first time ever playing that. Yeah. Oh boy, that's going to be interesting. Uh, and also, you can check me out over on uh, youtubecom Lionheart. I port over the first strikes there. The only other thing that is there is our movie reactions, which we are currently doing treasure hunter movies. We did Raiders of the Lost Ark. John had never seen. We did uh, Atlantis: The Lost Empire which should be in Kingdom Hearts. Never seen we that. are uh, next doing Treasure Planet and Pirates of the Caribbean and Muppets Monst- uh, Muppets, Muppets uh, Treasure Island. And also we cover new movies. We did Black Adam. We're doing Top Gun Maverick and a couple other movies. So okay. check it out. All right. And Dominic, where can people find you at? You have me on the Overblood Facebook group and also on the Dissonant Waves podcast on YouTube. It's my favorite music podcast. Maybe it could be yours, too. <laughs> All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can find over 400 other episodes of this podcast. You can find everything on Podbean. If you can't find me looking for on Spotify or iTunes, as I said at the top of the show, go check out episode 175. We cover Kingdom Hearts 1. If you like this, you'll like that. That's a three-hour conversation. (laughs) Just about Kingdom Hearts. And I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hellhast, where you can follow her on TikTok. Also, when you hear this episode, we have a sponsor for this month, uh, Angel's Tipsy Tumblr. So definitely go check out her website. You'll see a link in the show notes. You can use the code GAMES2023 to save 10%. You can order specialized tumblers and things of that nature. And so definitely go do that, please. So you help out the show and you help her out. So which helps me out. So please go do that. Order something. You get something something real. 
And also want to give a shout out to my awesome intro outro courtesy. Did I say oh, I said Helena, right? Yep. Okay. I, shout out to Bill Tucker, who started his own podcast, Gamer Looks at 40. Definitely go check out his show. Start his own podcast. And if you want to, if you off, we do have a Patreon, so you want to help support this show off another way. We uh, Right now, the poll is sci-fi, science fiction movies Mike has never seen. You can vote for as little as a dollar. Uh, it's Children of Men, Tron, Ghost in the Shell, and Blade Runner. Blade Runner is winning right now. So you get to go choose which one of those I'm going to have to watch for the first time. Which I'm excited to, because I've never seen a lot, any of those movies. So <laughs> definitely go check that out. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. At D-A-C-S-H-S-K-I. We got the...